Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Leadership Void Podcast. I'm Enrique with my co-host, Vince, to bring you the best in our veteran, military spouse, and first responder community. And Vince will introduce today's guest. Absolutely. We got to add on our favorites. Patriot, who is Miss Julianne Nichols. She is the founder <laughs> and CEO of Julo Strategy Global, all the way from St. Pete, St. Petersburg, Florida. Miss Julianne, welcome to the show. Tell us a little bit about you. Well, it is great to be here, finally. Um, I am just kind of like a proud mama bear right now to have two of my my students um, doing so well. I can just, I, I have to tell you, I was re uh, watching some old uh CEO mindset classes uh, from, you know, back during pandemic days and uh, uh, saw yours, Enrique, and yours, Vince. And it's just, it is amazing how far you two have come. And I am so proud of you guys. I just want to say that right off the top because I just feel like a proud mama bear. So, um, so yes, I am the CEO and founder of Julo Strategy Global. We are basically a full rounded ecosystem building company that includes uh, mentorship, coaching, classes, workshops. Um, and we focus on anybody who wants to be an entrepreneur. And um, lately our big focus right now in Florida is uh, we have a partnership with Veterans Florida and we work closely with uh, military who are transitioning um, into the civilian world and want to become an entrepreneur or currently have a business and they want to grow it. So we're real excited um, with having that long-term partnership and um, looking forward to many more of that. So that's what we're doing currently right now. But Outstanding. And as you mentioned, we are both recipients of all that training and all that great reception into the veteran entrepreneur space. Now, I will ask some discretion on those videos that you mentioned. <laughs> Trust me, they're in-house only. <laughs> all right, all right. But as we're talking about Julo Strategy Global itself, tell us a little bit about that and, and what you're doing. So Julo Strategy Global is, is formed as a result of my many years of being an entrepreneur. I, I started my first entrepreneurship when I was 16, as a mobile DJ company during the disco era. So I'm aging myself here a little bit and um, has evolved over the years into very many different <laughs> industries. I'm, I have a well-rounded resume. So I, I ended up going into the private detective world and ran an agency for 15 years. I sold that, uh, dabbled in mortgage, dabbled in the handbag business. And it was during the recession that you know, the handbags weren't selling and I was trying to figure out what to do. And people were coming to me and saying, you know, how do you do that? How do you start a business? And I thought, oh, they're going to pay me to tell them. Okay. So that's how Jula really got started. And as a result, we are now getting ready to celebrate our 17th anniversary on Monday. So I'm real excited about that is that we really focus on telling you all the stuff that nobody else tells you. So you can go to college and learn business and you can get an MBA and you can do all those things. There's a lot of things that you need to know to run a business that nobody tells you. And so after 40 something years of entrepreneurism, I decided I'm going to tell you. And so I put all that together in a package called CEO Mindset. And um, 
that class has different phases from startup all the way through growth and, and beyond. And we just go over all of that stuff. And it's everything from just, you know, you need to generate revenue. You need to find the clients. You need to even decide whether you have a business or not. You know, a lot of us have side hustles, right? But we're not really making any money. So is it really a business or do I need to really look at another avenue? And we oftentimes tell you what you don't want to hear. So, so it's, it's very um, straightforward and um, it's just a lot of work. I mean, it's a lot of information too. Uh, I've been told it's like drinking from a fire hose sometimes. Um, but as a result of that, we have hundreds and hundreds of people who have gone through the program who have really benefited from just that first step of shifting their mindset from running their business like an employee to running their business like a CEO. No, absolutely. I can attest to that, you know, working on the business or in the business, right? right. Remember all that great, great knowledge you shared. You poured 46 years into this and congratulations on your 17th anniversary. Thank That's you. That's huge. Thank you. So for our audience listening in, what share some entrepreneurship, either lessons learned or challenges for those that want to dive in. They got to dive into the CEO mindset, but what other tools and nuggets you like to share for them now? I think the first thing every entrepreneur needs to just embrace is that failure is going to happen and that you just, that's how we learn and not to be afraid of it. Be open to receiving that you're going to make mistakes. You're not perfect. I kind of attribute it to like being a parent. They don't give you a, a manual to teach you how to be a parent. And I think with entrepreneurship, we just learn by doing a lot of times. And we have to embrace that we're not always going to get it right. And we're not always going to make our first million. We're not going to be, you know, doing all of this in the first year. You know, it's taken me 17 years to get this business to where it is now with a lot of ups and downs and craziness. Um, so for me, I like to always just tell entrepreneurs, just be prepared to fail and don't look at it as failure, look at it as lessons learned. And you'll do okay if you can just embrace that. Now, 17 years is not a short stint, folks. <laughs> Entrepreneurship <laughs> takes a while sometimes. And in order to have something that will take you the long haul, you have to have that investment. I know we learned that through your course. There are so many things that are happening. You mentioned the partnership with the state, which is I'm so happy about because that does open up other doors. Uh, and I just saw something today about something happening in the panhandle. So what's on the horizon for Julo strategy? So, uh, Three years ago during the pandemic, when we all were online and we were doing all of this, I I had a, I've always had this partnership with Veterans Florida since like 2018, I think it is. And um, back then before the pandemic, I had proposed going around the state to different cities where the veterans were and creating ecosystems for that, bring the veterans out into the community ecosystem building for that entrepreneur, introducing them to local people, and really starting to build and help all businesses understand that there are veteran-owned businesses 
and how important it is to do business with them. And then the pandemic hit and we never really got to get that on the road. And in fact, Vince, I believe you were one of our first in-person in Orlando when we were starting this. And then the pandemic hit and everything went online. And I was fortunate to have an amazing team that got us online very quickly. And we were able to you know, really um, service a lot of veterans during that time period because we're all in our homes and what else do we have to do but learn how to run a business, right? So, so during that time period, we um, really focused on servicing as many veterans as we could online. I was never a big uh, fan of being online. I always thought in person was so much better. But then as we started doing it more, I found out I could reach more people and we were just really happy that we could reach a lot of veterans during that time period. So also during that time period, unfortunately, um, my husband was dying of cancer and it was a huge struggle for me. And I was trying to suppress my grief of losing my husband during that time period and um, trying to run a business. So I eventually had to put that oxygen mask on myself, take a step back and just take a year or so to just go and figure this out. Like, how do I navigate life now without my best friend? It was kind of like feeling like I had had my right arm cut off and I was trying to figure out how to live without it. And I realized at that time that even strong women like myself have those times when we need other people and we need to feel vulnerable and, and it's okay to be weak and it's okay to have feelings and it's okay to take a moment to just go, I need to focus on me. And so I did. And um, it was great. And I started traveling around the country with my dog, Riggs. He's our chief energy officer. And um, started going into communities and realizing the importance of what we had to offer and why am I not doing this? And so as I started working through my grief and as I started meeting other people and looking at what the challenges are in entrepreneurship, I decided I'm just going to come back. So I came back to Florida and immediately Veterans Florida, you know, we started up that relationship again. And this time I am still nomading. So technically our home base is St. Petersburg, but currently I'm in the Miami Fort Lauderdale area for two months working on this veteran ecosystem and teaching CEO mindset, offering CEO exchanges. And then after we leave here, we go to the panhandle um, the end of February and we'll be there till uh, beginning of April and doing the same thing, bringing veterans out of their little silos and bringing them together and having them, you know, meet each other, meet other local community members, and really just help them figure out, navigate this entrepreneurship um, outside the military. Well, first, Julie, I just want to say thanks for acknowledging the mental health component. And, you know, sorry for the loss of your husband, your, your you. right arm, your best friend. Uh, and you're doing wonderful because it's necessary to take that knee, take that pause and, and find out with either a chief energy officer or painting whatever hobby to get you back that energy that you need. And yeah. you're doing something you did when you were 16, the mobile DJ is now mobily doing Julo strategy. <laughs> I'm nomading. <laughs> nomading all around. We yeah. love it. We love it. Thank you for doing all that. So now uh, for yourself, for leadership I, uh, in that nutshell, what do you do to sharpen your skill set to aid you to thrive in your professional life? Oh my gosh, I get asked this question all the time. And 
to be honest, I just sell, well, I shouldn't say I just, 2023 was the year of my 60th birthday. And it was one of those things where you're just like, I'm 60, <laughs> like what, how'd that happen? And um, I kind of reflected on like how much I've done over those 60 years and what I've done and the things that I've learned. And I think back when I first started my first business, we were just talking about this in a CEO mindset class last Saturday. When I first started, you have to remember what technology was like in 1978. There was barely computers, no cell phones. Um, you know, I was a mobile DJ and DJ equipment was two big turntables, speakers taller than me, big crates of albums and 45s. And you look at DJs today and they got a little thing that they plug in some. <laughs> I'm like, that's not technique, like I remember it. But um, you look at that kind of technology and you think about how much technology and the way businesses are run since 1978, I have learned a lot and I've had to keep up. Now I'm trying to learn AI to better help my clients understand, like, how do we navigate this now? And it's a constant. There is never, you never stop learning as an entrepreneur. As a CEO, you have to keep up with what's going on or you're going to be behind the, the, everybody else. And eventually, you know, they're going to be so far ahead of you that nobody's going to notice you anymore. So we are always learning, always trying to keep up to date. I hire young people, so they'll keep me, you know, acclimated on what's going on. And, um, they understand it a lot better than I do. And um, that's where that aid comes in, the automate, delegate, eliminate, we always talk about, um, you know, delegating those types of tasks to them and having them help me understand it so we can best understand what decisions to make for Julo going forward. And we have, we've done a lot, we use a lot of the technology that's available to us now. And um, so you never stop learning and you really have to, not stop learning it, you just it's just part of running a business yeah absolutely agree on the knowledge gaining it is one of the things that once you stop that's your beginning of your end right and yeah. in, in yeah. technology and time will evolve and you have to evolve with it if you're gonna stand the test of time especially in the business world now you mentioned early start as an entrepreneur then you wake up and you're like, whoa, what happened? <laughs> this time has elapsed. Where did it go? Right. At the time you received advice that you thought that it was the greatest thing. It has proven to be an asset to you throughout that time. Uh, so what advice did you receive that you would like to pass on to an emerging leader today? Wow. I've been fortunate to have a lot of great mentors and I think uh, never giving up is probably one of the biggest ones. Um, you get defeated in so many aspects. And I think the biggest lesson was a woman who once told me that people don't think what you think. So um, don't worry about it. Just do, do you, do what you do best. Uh, work with integrity. And, uh, you know, I always had that feeling of focusing on others always gets you what you need. Um, it's like that Zig Ziglar thing. If you focus on enough other people, you'll always get what you want. And um, so over the years, I think I've just had 
the blessings of very great mentors who have just always had those nuggets that I've either passed along or I've created myself that I pass along. There's a lot of Julianisms out there right now too. So um, I'm just, I, I just feel like it's so hard to be an entrepreneur. And even now, after so many years of doing this, it's still hard. Um, the responsibilities of bringing on employees, I always say it's like having children, you know, it's, it's a responsibility that um, it's hard and it can be stressful. And when things are out of your control, which we all understand as CEOs, we want to be in control of everything. And when it's, when you don't have control over it, it is hard. It is super hard to make decisions, figure out what to do when, when you don't have any control. I mean, look at the pandemic, like so many people and businesses suffered during that time period. And we didn't have control over that. But what you have to do is learn to understand what can I do? Not what I can't do, but what can I do? No, absolutely. The can versus the cannots, you know, learn how to pivot, have some great mentors also, you know, don't be defeated. Definitely some great advice, Julian, mm -hmm. you shared. Now, how about a memorable leadership aha moment you've had or you created you'd like to share with our audience today? Oh my gosh. I think that's a book, isn't it? <laughs> um, uh, I, I think probably the most recent one was the being gone and coming back and realizing that people missed us. Like that was a big aha moment for me that even though I had been gone for, you know, taking that little hiatus that uh, so many people were happy to see us back and and in full force. So that was kind of a big aha moment because I thought, oh, I'm gonna have to start over again or, you know, out of sight, out of mind kind of thing. And really we weren't out of mind, we were just out of sight. <laughs> so um, that was a big aha moment for me that, that um, when you build a reputation and you build a business that uh, does well and has great um, results and integrity, people will remember that and, and will continue to um, utilize your services um, for the long, long haul. And, it's, and that was a big aha moment for us. Well, it's been said that the absence makes the heart a father of <laughs> that's folks, a good way right? to too. <laughs> and, yeah. and and yeah. we just don't realize how much impact we we are having until you do take a a, a time to rest and get re-energized and then come back to the fold and then you get that realization so i'm glad that that's one that you got and you mentioned early on the different challenges that are involved in entrepreneurship the different things that we learn throughout that journey. So mm -hmm. what are certain strategies that you use yourself or with your team to deal with those times of change and challenges? Well, I empower uh, my team, uh, each individual. If you'll notice on our website, when you go to the About Us, um, everybody's title is CEO. And the reason is I believe that you're the CEO of that role. And so I hire you because you have the skill set to do that role. And I'm not over here wanting to, to do it all because we know CEOs don't do it all. 
they lead, they firefight when necessary, and they go global. They don't do it all. So when you empower your team to be the CEO of that role and they're called a CEO, it really changes the mindset of how they handle the situation. I, I'm not a micromanager. I like, uh, I, I'm big on communication. That is the huge thing. So if you look at each role, all of our E's are different. So I'm the chief executive officer. We have the chief energy officer, which is Riggs, right? We have a chief education officer that just came on, Pete Blum, who's amazing. Um, Shante Lewis, who is uh, our chief evolution officer. We have a chief ecosystem officer. You know, so it goes on, you know, and <laughs> we sometimes get challenged with those E's, we get a little creative, but um, all in all, it is a, a fun and an empowering way for my team to really understand and, and be all in. And that's what you want. You want people who want to want to show up, want to be there, want to see the company succeed because they benefit as well. And so when you empower your employees to have that kind of mindset, um, it really makes a difference in how we, how we do Julo, how we talk about it, um, and managing our time with it. I mean, we use all of the CEO mindset tools that we use in class. We've been using them for years and they're effective. We use the end in mind constantly for projects and, you know, all of those tools that we teach you in class, we use ourselves. So. No, absolutely. You know, everyone in your company has skin in the game, right? And you, yeah. you know, <laughs> it's phenomenal. We've been, this opportunity was actually handled by the chief everything officer so he, she is everything she, let me tell she you is. she did take care of so kudos to her thank you for that yeah. now folks listening in uh julianne how they contact you or julo strategy global well our website is juloglobal.com and you can reach us at 727-490-9262 or you can reach out to julianne at juloglobal.com and also juloglobalteam at gmail.com. There's um, all kinds of ways you can get a hold of us. We are very, we're out there. You can see us on Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn and follow us to let us know where we're gonna be. We're not just in Florida, we're everywhere. We have Julo hubs everywhere. Uh, we just um, are starting one in Dallas, Fort Worth. We have one in Chattanooga, uh, Kansas City, which is my hometown, go Chiefs. And, um, uh, you know, and, and all over the state of Florida as well. So we're constantly on the move, obviously now, <laughs> and um, starting hubs everywhere. We're always looking for uh, our CEO exchange facilitators. We're currently doing training for CEO mindset facilitators. This lady wants to retire eventually. So if Julo's going to keep going, got to get that succession plan going. So we are in the process of uh, training a lot of facilitators. So we're always looking for that. And if you want to attend a CEO mindset class, just go to our website, look to see if there's one near you. We have always have the virtual option. So if there isn't one near you, you can always get on one virtually. You will meet a lot of great people. I'm sure these two can testify on the types of people that are in your classes you kind of bond with and, um, uh, we're real excited that that alumni group has gotten a lot bigger. In fact, we have plans in 2025 to hold a big alumni reunion conference. So I'm sure you two will be there. And, um, and just to see all of the 
the different types of businesses that have grown since taking CEO mindset. So we're very, very honored and very proud to have um, the success that we've had. Now, folks, we will include all those links in our show notes and in the video so you can get a hold of Julo, Julianne, and all the things that they are doing on that side. If you would like to contact us at the Leadership Void podcast, the Leadership Void at gmail.com is where you'll send that correspondence. If you'd like to see a guest speaker or a topic covered dealing with leadership, you'll do it by those means. And today it was all about Julianne or Mama Bear. I hope she's proud of these two little cubs doing some great things. <laughs> We're just so honored to have our sponsors, Triple Nickel, A Hero for Kids, and Favod sponsoring our wonderful show. But today's all about Julianne. Thank you for being here. Much success in your future. And we'll see you hopefully next year or the year after. <laughs> Thank you. 